0: Welcome to Live the Fuel, where we fuel your health, business, and lifestyle. And now your host, Scott Mulvaney, and our regular sports psychologist co-host, Dr. Megan Cannon.
1: All right, good day, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another Live the Fuel podcast show. So this evening, we are bringing on, yes, our regular co-host this evening, Dr. Megan Cannon, Ph.D., of mind of the athlete, our resident sports psychologist. She's back on the show as usual every month. We love her, and today, what are we catching up on, Megan?
0: We are catching up on life and mindfulness. Well, I was just at had a, some team sessions this this week, and uh, it's what we we've been talking about. And so I figured it would be a, a great topic to talk and touch base on here.
1: Well, now hold on. What does team sessions mean? Okay. We might have some new listeners here.
0: Absolutely. So being a sports psychologist, I have the privilege of consulting with teams and so in the college and high school level. And so I've, um, been doing this with some of my college lacrosse players, college volleyball, and then most recently a high school football program that I work with in the area. So we actually today, earlier today, we were doing it. Nice.
1: Now, um, I don't know if you can mention the schools, but I know for a fact, are you still teaching?
0: I'm not teaching. Oh, but no. you were, weren't you? I, I was, yeah. I taught a sports psychology class last year at Muhlenberg College. Yeah, so shout um, out to Muhlenberg you know. people. Yeah, so it was super fun. And so um, it was like one of it, like kind of the specialty kind of area, you know, just more niche area site class and so I'm excited to see if they offer it again in the future because it was a lot of fun.
1: Okay so I wasn't sure if that was going to be like a recurring thing or if they were testing something out or I don't know. Yeah I think it's it's
0: just having the ability to to have options for their their students and so that was an option or like a psychology option that they had the one semester and so. Well
1: when I when I did my minor in psychology actually I was shooting for a dual major and then I realized I can't really do anything with a dual major in marketing and psychology. So why am I wasting more money? I'm just going to finish the minor (laughs) and get out. Uh, But I wish they would have offered that because me being a health and fitness junkie, it would have been nice to really tap into that sports psych side of things. So, but listen, mindfulness and teams, and clearly you're talking a high school level and college level. So obviously I'm a big fan of teamwork. Teamwork makes the dream work. There's all kinds of funny quotes (laughs) out there like that, but why mindfulness?
0: why mindfulness because so frequently our minds are not where we are at hmm. so you know I, I recently heard a comment made which really hit home of just you know the majority not necessarily all but the majority of the stress and pressure that we experience or feel doesn't actually it isn't actually existing in the moment that we're in it's because you know if you're sitting in your room or you're driving in the car but you're thinking Ahead to the meeting, or what you need to do later at night, or tomorrow, what's coming this weekend, or you're thinking back to that like comment that you made that you're embarrassed about, or something that happened, or a mistake. You know, I mean, our mind just goes off in different directions. And so it then results in a lot of undue stress for us. Um, Additionally, when it then comes in terms of like sport performance enhancement, or even performance enhancement in general, when our mind, you know, we have in addition to that undue stress, we're now not completely focused on. The moment and what we're needing to do to perform well in the now and so it's kind of a one-two punch in terms of performance which is why um, with the teams and athletes we've been talking about it recently Um, but I know on your podcast here you have a lot of you know professionals and people in the business world and you know it you, there's a, a huge aspect and, and requirement of performance there. And so I felt it was Well, a, you guys
1: even have a program on that. Don't you guys have like a mind of the professional or like you mind know, the, the mind leader. of the athlete? Yeah, the yeah. kind of mind the, more of the
0: corporate side of things um, where it's, you know, exactly sport performance, business performance, you know, there's a lot of the same principles um, there. And so it's it's exciting to talk about. So
1: how do you, and again, ladies and gentlemen, this is actually going to be a new quicker format. So we're hitting a little harder and a little faster uh, we're just trying it out because Megan's a busy person. And I'm like, normally we hang out for like over an hour, hour and a half. And I'm like, hey, let's, let's try some 30-minute sessions. This is something all new here for 2018 because, number one, that means she doesn't have to come on as often physically, and I can give her more time back. But number two, it gives you guys a chance to hit hard or hit fast. So that being said, mindfulness. When you were explaining this just now, I'm like, how does one translate it shorter? To me, it's almost like the classic statement of, Dude, you got to be here in the moment. And a lot of people aren't here in the moment. Is that part of this? Is that is that a, is that a good translation?
0: It is. And you know, there's 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 a piece of it that's being in the moment, but there's also a piece of it of and that's awareness. You know, not only of the moment, but of what's going on. And so it's a mental state that, you know, we're focusing on awareness of the present moment. Well, also acknowledging and accepting our feelings, our thoughts, our bodily sensations, um, you know, because that, that flow and that stream of thought, it, it's always going to be running. You know, I mean, our, our minds, we we I know we oftentimes talk about that, how important that internal monologue is and being in the positive direction. Um ultimately, the moral of the story is that monologue is going. And so there are moments in life where, you know, we're uncomfortable. You know, I, I know recently we had like the Boston marathon, right? Mm, So I, 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 this is just coming out of nowhere. This, like this thought popped into my head, but you know, I was reading an article with, um, the winner or the winner was commenting afterwards, but, and, and anybody running that race, like, okay, it's uncomfortable. It's cold. It is not the (laughs) ideal racing about, you know, you can think of anything and everything that could go wrong, possibly weather-wise. You got to run
1: 26 freaking miles.
0: Right. And it's snowing and it's like, we're not expecting this, but you know, if you're there and you, you're just like, yep, this weather is miserable. Um, My legs are really uncomfortable and I'm accepting that this is what the weather is and that my legs are uncomfortable and this is going to be more uncomfortable than I was thinking. Okay. Let's focus on our stride that's a very different way of dealing with it rather than like mentally versus approaching it of like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe it's this cold. Now my legs are going to be so sore. My body temperature is going to be dysregulated. I'm going to be freezing. I don't pack right for this. Like what I'm uncomfortable. This sucks. This is miserable. I'm cold and additionally, my legs hurting, you know? And so you're, you're in the same thing, but it's that acceptance, acknowledging and accepting and then letting it go. And okay. that's really that piece of the mindfulness of it is the challenge of being in the present moment, but it's being aware and accepting not only what's happening in the present moment around you, but you in that moment and the reactions and the feelings and the sensations happening in your body.
1: Hmm. Okay. That is way beyond just being in the moment. <laughs> okay. So my translation was not good enough on that one. <laughs> um, so it, it, because we talk about so much in this show, it's my health, business, lifestyle. Clearly we're hitting on – really a lot of the health and fitness mindset stuff, obviously heavily on the sports-like stuff. We did kind of tag a little bit on your whole leadership programming and how you guys work with business leaders. Um, but admittedly, in the back of my brain, it comes back to – this would be a weird segue for you. I don't think you and I ever went this way. Left
0: turns. I love um, left turns. Let's do this. Oh, uh, we're going it.
1: in. So <laughs> back when my – before I was before I was a, a fiancé um, – I had I've talked about it on the show in the past. You and I've never really talked about it, but I had like a we had a three month break. Uh because as I like to say, my head was so far up my butt um from my years as being a bachelor, right? Fair. And Fair. me being Mr. Self-development, right? Personal development, professional development. I'm like, I'm just gonna figure this out. And uh I was like, maybe I'm meant to move on. Maybe I'm not. Uh and then I went into like this cute crazy research mode and I got audio books, video tracks, coaching, and was digging into, I was like, okay, is it me, right, because I was 35, 36, I already had a lot of life experience, I mean, I'm still young, but like, I've learned a few things, and I was like, okay, well, maybe it is you, Scott, like, what's going on, right, is there something that could be worked on, developed, and I will say a common thread that popped up in a lot of the relationship coaching stuff that I studied and some of the psychology stuff that I dug into, because you always got to go to the psych side, is people are absent, right? Going back to my point of living in the moment, you're like, if you are spending time with a supposedly significant other, and you are not plugged in, like you're not in the moment, and that can only last so long. And then you, especially you ladies, you're very... Most of you ladies, I would think, I think I'm right about this, I kind of more tuned in than what guys are. Uh, it's a thing. Um, I'll admit it. <laughs> and you're you're going to notice that a lot faster than yeah. we notice it. And then we start taking things for granted and things just start spiraling out of control. And then eventually, you ladies reach a, reach a point. I'm just speaking about my example here, where it's like the brain unplugs. Like, emotionally, there's an unplug. Or as one of my coaches told me a while ago, he's like, it's like flipping a light switch. And he's like but here's the problem when the ladies flips that light switch off and maybe this is maybe this is flipped, right? Guy girl, girl guy, whatever or whatever else is your lifestyle. Um but when that switch is flipped it's like a lock gets put over it. <laughs> <laughs> like it is virtually impossible to flip that switch back on. Like you are in the down spiral. You've got to move heaven and earth or what or whatever I did. I don't know what I did. Uh but <laughs> to Get that switch back on. And most of the time it's not the same switch. It if you can recover that relationship, in my case, it's a different switch. Right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, like our anniversary, she doesn't count phase one <laughs> unless it's involving me getting around to putting a ring on it. Then the whole timeline was included. Um, <laughs> but I was like, wait a minute, you can't selectively add back in a chunk of time. <laughs> Uh, when you told me that that didn't count, and she's creative
0: like, accounting, Scott. It's creative uh, accounting.
1: I don't know how you ladies do this stuff. I'm trying. Anyway, <laughs> That's so, funny. I, so obviously, am I right? Was that a huge left turn? I don't know. That was a
0: big. That was a left turn.
1: But I'm. I'm all, I, I pride myself on transparency. I don't have anything back, and I. I figured you might appreciate that. Yeah. But go back to the whole point here. Was my mindfulness? I was not. I was unplugged, and it wasn't even yeah. just. It wasn't me checking out. Like I was still. My brain back then was like, I'm still obsessed with Colorado because I had moved back from there. I was, just, I would not let go of that life, and I wasn't yeah. living in the moment here in Pennsylvania.
0: Yeah, and I think that's really where you know, there's I was often say, you know, that we're operating in a world and living in a world where there's just a lot of like, there's people, but there's no drivers behind the wheel, you know, because even though we're physically there, like people are just somewhere else, and so it's, you know, that it just happens. And and speaking kind of to your point um, and and the story you shared, you know, when there's those transitions or just things in life, you know, there's, there's a level of acceptance that I think is really powerful in, In the world of mindfulness, you know, where life is going to happen and there's going to be positive things, there's going to be negative things, there's going to be great things, but there's also going to be horrible things, you know, and um, our ability to just be like, okay, this is where we're at right now. And I'm acknowledging this and I don't, I don't love it. I don't like this. I'm uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. um, But this is what it is. And um, I'm going to accept that. And then you're able to just navigate that situation, even though it's not a fun or a pleasant situation, there's just a freshness to how you're able to navigate it. Just being and accepting hey, this is, this is what is, it's almost kind of like, you know, if you're falling, right. Like you fall down the steps and sometimes you'll get more injured if you try to like self-correct like fight it and like self-correct. And then you wind yeah. up tensing up parts of your bodies versus like the rag doll. And then you just kind of go and flow and, yeah. and, you know, and so it's that acceptance piece is, is really huge. And sounds like and yeah, at that time of life, there was a lot of transitions, a lot of uncomfort. And the interesting
1: part is like in the initial like transition of the breakup, whatever you want to call it, or, you know, it's, if people don't, if the, if the parties don't understand why, or one party doesn't, what do they normally do? They try and fight it. And that was part of my work was I had to get to that point where I was like, no, I have to accept that this possibly cannot come back. So you got to accept that first. You got to flip. You got. You have to make that transition. As hard as it is, you have to make that transition. You can't fight that stuff. Back to your point, like you start fighting it, and you're trying to hold on to something, and that person or or that whatever else this might not be person to person. It could be something else going on in your life. You're holding. On, you're forcing yourself to hold on to something, and you're just not allowing yourself to accept the next phase. And,
0: yeah. and accept where you're
1: at. Right. It, I mean, that, that comes down to sports. Like people, we. Oh wow. I'm, I'm just gonna full circle this right back to you. Last time you and I chatted, um, and actually, I think this is one of your presentations too. We talked about how athletes, especially, they struggle after an injury, or especially if it's a if a, a career-ending injury, or we could tie back to military career-ending, you know, trauma from the from a war, whatever. It's like a lot of people can't aren't taking that necessary step to accept that it's happened. They have to own that. Hey, this is where it is now. I got to move forward and they're never, I think, getting back to that phase of mindfulness is what I'm hearing from you. It's like they're never, you're never going to be able to get back to that full state of mindfulness if you're not going to at least accept that transition. Am I translating that right? Yeah,
0: no, I'm I'm definitely hearing what you're saying, and I never, you know, thought about it in that context, Um, but you can see how when we we aren't, we don't either have that awareness or we're not willing to accept you know you, you, you think of a lot of examples in a lot of different areas of life where people just seem to get stuck mm-hmm. um you know and it's it's an unpleasant stuckness it's not fun um but a, a piece of and maybe not necessarily for everybody um but for some people in those situations is that lack of acceptance of just this is where i'm at and even though like i said it's it's unpleasant it's not enjoyable but if it's there's that acceptance there it just allows us to i don't i don't want to say like let it go in this like we just don't care about anything you know it's not not letting it go in that way it's just not that helps us like be able to coexist with it
1: yeah well it's funny because like all right i'm gonna gonna reverse back again to that earlier point what's that what's that really annoying wedding song reverse reverse oh reverse reverse what is that oh is
0: it the
1: it's not yeah. the, it's not the electric side it's yeah, was
0: the chacha slide maybe i don't know i don't I,
1: know i can't stand i, I, stand, can't, I can't stand <laughs> so. anyway i don't know why it just popped in my head but my point it, i was going to go reverse reverse here was like it goes back to my i once i did all that self-work i realized that i was holding on to the firefighting lifestyle and then when i was living in colorado i was still holding on to that firefighting lifestyle I'm not allowing myself i mean i was i was having fun in colorado let's be real but it wasn't accepting the transition and figuring out where I was I was meant to go next. And then obviously when I moved back here to Pennsylvania to help my friend grow her company, it was again same chapter, right? Holding on to the past. And now I'm holding on to the firefighting life, even though I knew I wasn't supposed to do that forever. And now I'm holding on to oh my God, I, I miss my Colorado mountain biking lifestyle and skiing and everything else. And, you know, now I'm back in Pennsylvania. Like I was just and it, it became a layering effect. Yeah. And it's like how the hell am I supposed to live with a full mindset or in this case mindfulness if you've got all these other chapters that are like locked in like um like boat anchors, man. Like like you're 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 in a speedboat but it's moving at the rate of a tugboat because of the anchors holding you back, you know? Does that make sense?
0: Yeah kind of get pulling back to kind of the, the, I think that, I think the office says it best, right. Of Andy Bernard, you know, he's talking in they're interviewing and he's like, you know, I just wish there was a, a way that you can know and realize that you're in the good old days while you're in the good old days, you know, cause he's, <laughs> he's, he's, he's like, you know, he was talking about how when he was at Dunder Mifflin he thought about the people before. And then when he was there, he's thinking about there. And then now that he's in this new phase of life, he keeps thinking about these people. And, you know, I think that's just a really powerful thing, right. Where we, um, we we're able to just accept that it's the good old days now, and and the, the beautiful thing about all of our experiences, and I like how you called it those anchors, um, is we are able to have those memories, and they are able to influence us and in our choices and decisions today. And even though you can't necessarily like revert back in time to that life, like you can go on ski trips and you you can do things because ultimately yeah. that I
1: still do everything that I did. I just live in a different yeah. place, and I have to travel more to do it. But it's like it's just yeah. a different chapter of life. Yeah. And I'm glad we're talking about this because back to mindfulness is, um, right before I got on with you, I was recording with this multi-author guy. He sent me all of his books and the dude's name is Damien Lupo. And the book here is reinvented life. And he talks about how he made millions and lost it all. And he literally was living in the back of his pickup truck, stuff like that. Anyway, um, he has a, a story in this book is how two friends moved from conflict and pain to consciousness and purpose. But the key word there is moved. Right. And if you're not living in the moment and living what's happening now and where you're going next and you're still holding on to the past or that past mistake in the, in, in a game, right. As an athlete, like, dude, okay. That was first quarter, dude, move on. All right. Yeah. Can't change what happened in first quarter. Okay. Nope. Uh, we're here now, let's yep. let's go, let's go. I need your mind all in on this next play. And yep. I'm guessing that's something what you talk about with the team stuff?
0: Absolutely, where it's like, you know, we, it's okay, those thoughts are gonna come in, but we have to just be aware, acknowledge, accept, and just redirect our thoughts back to that moment that we're in. Because um, we can't go back and change it. And, you know, yeah, you can be uncomfortable and wish that you could change it and that wouldn't happen, but it's that awareness of that it happened, that accepting of, yeah, that was not what I had planned. And that's a bummer, I wish it wouldn't have done that but now this is where we are.
1: Well, and and part of his story is, uh, I like it is because he talks about how he actually tries to speed up his mistakes. He likes to fail faster. That's his little... I like like that. Right, he's like, dude, he's like, we need to be failing faster. That's how he helps people. He's like, you're gonna fail, okay? If you're gonna keep trying to do everything in life where you're kind of pussyfooting through it and tiptoeing, he's like, no, 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 no. He's like, own it like just embrace it make the mistake and make them faster because that just means you're gonna you're gonna speed up and you're gonna be able to learn more a lot quicker if you keep hitting the brakes and holding yourself back you're just creating bigger and bigger speed bumps that you're gonna have to get over later anyway he's like so he's like life's a pain in the ass let's be real he's like so you need to figure out where do you want your pain to be
0: (laughs) I like this. is like a go big or go home approach to failure. I like kind that.
1: Kind of, right. But he's like, yeah. dude, he's like, fail faster, man. And I've yeah. seen that term used before, and I completely agree with it. Because yeah. a lot of us, we talked about this because I was at that Tony Robbins event in Philadelphia last week, and all this amazing, like John Maxwell was speaking there, and, and all these powerful speakers. And they talked about when you go to these events, or you keep gaining these new knowledge, right? Then the, every new podcast, every new audio book, whatever your personal and professional development path is, you're building up the ability to fail faster and learn faster, right? Yes, technically you're probably going to see yourself maybe failing less, only because you are learning along the way. But the whole point here is that. He's like if every time you hold yourself back by living in the past, you're not able to move forward. You don't your mindset is not fully dialed in in the forward path. Everybody it's like he's like you're like you're splitting your resources. You've given up 25% of your brain by having it hang out, out here and you only got 75% to live in the now and move forward. So let's say yeah. even numbers. He's like you got 25 in the past. You got 50 in in the present and you got 25 in the future. He's like, where it should be more like 50-50 at minimum, like 50 in the present, 50 forward, like minimum. Like we're um, just throwing numbers out there. But I figured you'd, you'd get a kick out of that. So
0: Yeah, no, I like that. That's a fail faster. That's a great approach. It's a really great So thought.
1: with these teams, I mean, do they get it? Yeah. How many sessions does it take? <laughs> Duck. Yeah, well,
0: you know, and that's, I think, as as with anything um, in life, right, it, it, there's a practice, you know, and so even with the team sessions, you know, I'm only in there so much in comparison to the, the frequency of their practicing and also even the frequency of life, you know, mm-hmm. um, and even same thing with the athletes I work with individually, something I tell them the first day is like, listen, we hang out for, you know, 50 minutes once a week you have so many more hours outside of this and so what we're going to talk about there's a big piece of like this is where we talk about it but there's a big application piece when you're not here and so um we you know and that's a cool thing with the, the coaches and different ways that they can integrate some of this just in their practices and in the things again just to reinforce you know because ultimately um you know in terms of mindfulness or any other strategy and and Re, it's essentially just a new habit you're trying to build or you're trying to change and so it's that replication over time and so um the way that i like to to really, I think, kind of make the point and make the comment, uh, is through eating chocolate. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because who doesn't love eating candy? And so, um, yeah, I do this little exercise where they have to have two different pieces of chocolate. And I think this is something really cool for anybody to do. Um, and you doesn't have to be chocolate. If you're not a sweets person, it can just be, I always say, it doesn't matter what it is. I bring the chocolate with the team stuff, but, and with the athletes, I just have it in the office, but, um, you can do it with anything, you know, you can do it with trail mix. You can do it with two different kinds of popcorn, whatever. Okay, Um, but it's just, I always like having the two different things, but you, you essentially take one at a time and you really engage with that object. And so, um, I verbally just walk them through, you know, okay, you have this, this object in your hand, referring to the, the first piece of candy they chose, and I want you to look at it like you've never seen it before. Observe the shape. Observe, is it perfectly proportioned? Are there rounded edges? Is it sharp anywhere? Um, look at the light, how it's hitting it. Are there any differences? You know, um, you know, just just sit and stare at it like you've never seen it before. And, you know, they just spend some time with it and then it goes through each of the senses, you know, okay, feel it, feel the weight in your hand, Um, listen to the sound of the the wrapper how is that visually changing and then throughout I'll kind of prompt and say hey you know at any point in time if you notice your mind wandering in a different direction you know gently be aware of those thoughts and just escort that attention back and use your your breath to help you and so so it's kind of
1: like a focus exercise too
0: oh yeah it's cool and you you're you're just mindfully engaging in it and the reason I I whenever I do this, have them purposefully choose two different pieces of candy, or if anybody wants to try this, two different things, is you go through it twice, the first time I'll walk them through it, the second time they'll do it themselves. But you're really able to see just how much we're missing in Mm -hmm. life. You know, you have these two pieces of candy that are relatively quite similar, you know, it's chocolate, like a bag of Hershey's or something. Um, And the experience is so unique with each. There's different complexities in their flavor and taste. I was doing this once with um, a college team I work with, and someone was like, "I never noticed that there was this layer of a Snickers before." And he like has been eating Snickers all of his life, you know. And so, it just really with using the food, and it's something so common that we do. You know, when people eat candy, you just shovel it into your mouth. Um, Our food in general. But when we're able to be mindfully aware in that moment and aware of what's going on, we're so much more wholly and fully engaged in our life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I always, you know, use that to practice, and then we we kind of talk about it afterwards. But um, so that's that's what we were doing today. Yeah.
1: I love that because okay. I've noticed that where this literally happened. Oh God, I think it was last night. I think I put that on Instagram. I was having a scotch uh, at the bar, and I don't drink <laughs> often when I travel, but. I was celebrating a new client that just signed on and I was working on his Instagram program. I'll tell you about that. And then, uh, or or, sorry, uh, as Indiegogo, it's a crowdfunding program I'm working on. And I, I ordered uh, wings, like not fried wings. Like they actually, they, they grill, they, they smoke them and then grill them. So there's no like frying happening. I don't want, and they actually, they double grill them to make them crispy. So I was like, dude, yeah, I'll try that. and this is like a high- end restaurant it was like a, some kind of restaurant in a, in a Hilton, whatever. Um, but I was on the phone call so long. like they're there, so I'm just like hitting mute and then sneaking a little bite and then he go coming in and out because uh, they're three hours behind me. We're trying to, we're, we're in like launch mode. I'm just trying to get stuff done. And so it probably took me 40 minutes to eat 10 hot wings. <laughs> I don't think I've ever taken that long to eat wings. Wow. But I'll tell you, they were amazing uh, because I think it was because I had to slow down. I'm taking one bite. I, I'm noticing things are different because, like, I'm not being distracted by sauces. I don't have any sauces. I'm Mr., you know, no sugar, no grains. I don't want any of that crap you put into that sauce. Just just give me some good protein, some good fats. I'm fine. And I was really appreciating those flavors, and, and I'm not, like, inhaling a plate of wings. I was like, it took me yeah. 40 minutes to eat a plate of wings. I, and I, I, I did, think – It's awesome.
0: And that's why I love using food, you know, because I think, and ultimately circling kind of back to that practice idea is, in anything like this, it's it's that reinforcement of the concept. And so Mm -hmm. if you're able to find things that you're doing every day, like eating, um, and whether it's choosing a meal or a snack that you have and really mindfully eating it and engaging in that that exercise um you know it's just practice for your brain and it's also and some of the feedback that i'll get with the teams is they're like that was just really relaxing (laughs) like yeah your mind wasn't thinking about all these tests you have in finals and this and that you know all this stuff going on um and even though we were like sitting in the middle of the grass just eating chocolate they were like i feel less stressed you know and it's it's you know that the The proof is in the pudding for how ridiculous I can't wait wait to say that. But like, you know, when we're using those opportunities of eating and things like that to practice, not only is a helpful stress relief throughout our day, but it helps us enhance our ability to do exactly what we're talking about.
1: You know, I'm glad we're talking about this uh, because I've been following a feed lately. One of these things where it's like you might have seen it, like America versus question mark and like this this feed on Facebook just does videos comparing how we do things versus everybody else and how 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 messed up we are in this country. Um it's actually really truthful. Like how we do trash and stuff like that. But anyway the one I was watching today briefly was they were comparing our school systems with kids and how we educate them. And like they're showing here in the USA like kids are crying, they don't want to do their homework uh, they just want to go play because they didn't get to play all day at school. Like, uh, their school's literally taking away recess, like, you know, j- all this stuff. Yeah. And then they cross over to Finland as an example. And Finland has a program right now they're using where for every 45 minutes of education, you get 15 minutes of playtime.
0: Ooh, I love that.
1: And this has been proven. I'm sure you have psychological data somewhere on this, but it's like, guys, like, you got to give the brain a break. Like it's, you can only cycle it
0: oh, yeah. for so
1: long. Especially children. Like they're in an impressionable area. You gotta like, you gotta give them a break.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think that's one of the things. So often is we overestimate brain development. I mean, I see that. That I just it. I always joke and like say, or I'll say this with my clients. I'm like, you know, one of God's greatest like sense of humor demonstrations is the fact that like teenagers do not have fully developed frontal lobes right these people are and even it comes down like i'll say a comment to like a parent and they're like i never even thought like like so that sequential thinking thing like the a to b to B, like you know 10 year olds can't do that you know and so it's like i don't understand why they don't want to do it. it's like You're overestimating brain development. Like, it's just, and that's that really speaks to that right there.
1: Hello, they're still developing, like, as a human being. Yeah, they're still,
0: you know, it's always sitting these people with like underdeveloped brains. Like, they, it just, and not underdeveloped and like, it's just, that's just the, the human process. Like what your brains are very different when we're eight versus when we're 18. And so, you know, it's, it's such a struggle and that's, that's so fascinating. It seems like it would be just nothing but beneficial to have the ability for to have kids have those outlets and things like that.
1: Yeah. And actually here, I, I looked it up. It's just called America versus like V E R S U S. <laughs> and actually it's one of those new, like, um, you can just launch an entire TV show on Facebook now. Like it's just, it's called Facebook watch. So you could just have an entire you know business page and all your video content is basically like a TV show but it can only be found on Facebook. So cool. their whole program it's they have 1.2 million followers. Wow. And they're just making videos comparing how we do stuff to other countries. Other
0: countries. <laughs> oh man.
1: So yeah, it's, yeah, the, the the newest one is America versus Finland. They launched it 8 hours ago and they already have 659,000 views. Wow. Because the struggle is real. (laughs) It's no joke. Okay. So this has been another powerful, hard-hitting 30-minute session. Um, I think it's important to clarify. I mean, when I heard mindfulness, I started thinking about living in the moment. I started thinking about really listening and and unplugging. We didn't even talk about social media and the freaking smartphones (laughs) for distracting yourself from mindfulness. That's a whole other episode by itself. Oh, Um, yeah. And then towards the end here, I think I really got down to one key word here, which was just focus. Like being focusing so you can focus more. Like like focus in so you can actually experience what it's like to be solely yeah. focused on one thing. That's what I was yeah. getting.
0: We miss we miss a lot. Yeah. We miss
1: a lot. Yeah, that's, why, like, that's why we do the show this way. Like I I the guy a Damien guy, we were joking around at the end because I'm like, I could if I ever turn this show into a format. Where there's a pre-prescribed like Q and A session, and I'm not actually hearing you, and you're not actually <laughs> hearing me, and we're just running like robots, yeah. I would shut this down in a heartbeat, and I would expect everybody to, to really just give me like, I don't know, beat me up,
0: <laughs> because I was like,
1: come on, like we, you and I are catching up, we're having a conversation, we want our listeners to hear, uh, like, we didn't have a game plan, we didn't know where this episode was gonna go. And we ended up hitting on a lot of key areas here that you didn't expect me to take it to certain areas because that's how my brain works. And the only reason why I bring up military and everything else is because of all the different people that I talk to on this show. So my brain works differently than yours. Uh, But you totally get it and you can connect. So so I hope our listeners are connected with that too. So, hey, listen. How are we going to close this out? How do you want to sum this up? How do we want to sign uh, sign? If people hear this quick episode, this this new quick format we're testing out, I ho- I hope they get the mindfulness, they understand it, right? Where? Yeah. What what? How would you close this out? How would you want them to take away like super wisdom of Megan from this whole thirty minute <laughs> session?
0: It's mega Megan's wisdom, wisdom Megan.
1: hashtag. Megan's oh. wisdom. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Um you know I think it really is just that challenge to be aware and that acceptance. Um you know that that being in the moment is that that kind of part one of it but there really is an acceptance here. I think that's really important. And as you touched on earlier, sometimes a lack of acceptance can get us stuck in areas that we don't want to be in in the first place. And so um, life's going to have its ups, it's going to have its downs. But if we're able to you know, keep up with ourselves in terms of mentally being in that moment, have that awareness and have that insight of what's going on and how our body's reacting and responding to it and just being like, okay, I accept that this is happening. I don't have to like it, but I accept it we're able to really just live so much more holy and fully and really maximize um, our potential.
1: I love that. Well, listen, hang tight. I want to give you a proper goodbye off the air. Ladies and gentlemen, especially to our video feed, as I close this out, I'm going to do one last little screen share on this episode uh, because I'm, I just love promoting people's Instagram feeds, and I'm showing off Dr. <laughs> Megan Cannon's episode. And actually, this was a post from April 27. She was posting a throwback. Uh, it looks like that is a is that Spartan or Tough Mutter. Spartan. It is Spartan. We are fellow Spartan athletes, not just Ragnar histories and everything else. We have a lot in common. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, she hinted in the the closing comments, right? We're going to have these ups and downs. And the the photo that I'm showing from April 17th was her literally being up as she's (laughs) jumping over a a pile of fire and burning wood and ash, uh, which is just something that happens in these obstacle course races. So that being said, (laughs) live in the moment, my friends. Okay, get tapped in find your state of mindfulness and you'd be surprised what is going to come out of it so again thanks for tuning in to another powerful episode with i'm gonna create another hashtag mindset megan mindset megan dr megan canada mind of the athlete again our regular co-host thanks for listening in ladies and gentlemen remember you too can live the fuel we'll talk to you guys again soon Hey there, Live the Fuel listeners. This is Scott Mulvaney, your chief intrepid officer, your podcast co-host and founder of Live the Fuel. Just want to take one to two minutes more of your time and give you a little extra value at the end of each of these episodes. Uh, First off, I wanted to make sure you guys got over to LiveTheFuel.com and actually took advantage of my Super 7's resource guide. It's a free offer. And it just gives you uh, 21 different resources to fuel your own health, business, and or lifestyle success. Just some of the tools and applications that I've used and books that I've read uh, over the years to help me grow in a personal and a professional mindset. Now, while you're on the website, hop on over to the supported brand section. I created a new section on the website just to promote brands that I grow and have trusted in my personal and my professional life. I mean, there's, there's applications on there that I use in business-wise, but more importantly, healthy lifestyle-wise, there's companies that I've had, founders on this show. Just a quick name drop them. You got Eat Pilly Nuts, you got Pure Vitamin Club. You got my connection with isogenics since 2010, since I was wild and firefighting. Love to be able to help you get healthy and fit, lose weight or improve your athletic performance, or heck, in my case, I'm 40 now, age better. And uh, another quick little plug on there is Villa Capelli. Love their olive oil. And real quick note, Villa Capelli and ePilly Nuts, I have my own discount code. So go to lillyfield.com, click on the Supporter Brands section to get into the resources page, and you'll see my discount code. So enjoy that. Now, while you're on the website too, I've also now built another new tool for you guys, Fuel Library. So the Fuel Library is obviously as it says. It's a library of the either digital audiobooks from Audible. Or physical books that I've either purchased, uh, borrowed, consumed, etc. Uh, heck, even actually half of these authors i have actually now had on the podcast. So feel free to go to Fuel Library. I've divided it into health, business and lifestyle directed sections. And I've been building that out. I'm still looking to add a lot more content because there's tons of authors and amazing books out there. So again, go check that out as well. And then uh, two last things for you. One, Please, if you get a chance, get over to iTunes and give this show a review. It's going to help us grow the exposure and help other people out there in the world find, live the fuel, and also find these amazing co-hosts I bring on here to help them influence and hopefully positively change their health goals, their fitness goals, their business startup goals, their lifestyle, etc. So please submit a review. I would love to be able to start reading your reviews on a future podcast. And the last thing I'm going to go in here with is my disclaimer. I'm throwing disclaimer in because, honestly, I talk a lot about health on this show and business, and obviously health and fitness impacts your lifestyle. So please, if you are suffering from a medical illness a disease, etc. Remember, podcasts in general do not replace professional advice. So, if you have concerns, please go obviously consult a professional. I do bring amazing professionals on this show, but in the end, this is free content that we're sharing over the podcast world. This does not replace obviously a one-on-one consultation, whether it be with a business consultant, a uh, a lifestyle coach, etc., or obviously a health or medical doctor. So, again, that's just my quick disclaimer. This is free content take it as such but please see your professionals thanks for listening gang talk to you guys again soon
0: thank you for subscribing to live the fuel stay connected on facebook twitter and instagram at live the fuel and remember you too can live the fuel so please visit us at live the fuel.com.